Good morning. Today is Thursday, April 8, 2021. Today is Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day. It's a solemn, holy day, a painful and heroic day with perhaps the seeds of resilience and hope. Permit me to share two stories that represent two facets of this demanding day. So the first story is told by Howard Schultz. He was the CEO of Starbucks and he told the story about he once took a trip to Israel together with about five other very wealthy, high-powered American executives. A very exclusive trip. And they traveled to all the luxury places. They met with the prime minister and all of the important dignitaries. It was a VI trip. And they planned, as part of their trip, a meeting that was outside of their comfort zone, outside of their experience. They arranged a meeting with Rabbi Nassan Tzvi Finkel. Rabbi Finkel at that time was the Roshi Yeshiva, the head of the Mirror Yeshiva, located in Me'er Sha'aru. A great, great Torah scholar, clearly within the Haredi world, and these gentlemen, these businessmen, had never heard of him before. They had no contact with him, and there was nothing within their experience that would connect them to his way of life, to his ideology, but it was kind of an exotic thing. We'll go meet the greatest Talmud scholar living in Jerusalem. Okay. <coughs> Rabbi Finkel at that time lived in Beis Yisrael, which is where the Mir Yeshiva is located down the hill from Me'asharim, adjacent to Me'asharim. They came to his apartment and they sat in a room and they had to wait about 15 minutes before he came in. These are men who were not used to waiting for anyone else. They were people who other people waited for them, but they sat and waited. This elderly rabbi comes in he sits down at the table. He bangs on the table. And he says, gentlemen, I only have a few minutes because I know you're all busy, important executives. Like just a little dig. And then he said to them, who can tell me what is the lesson of the Holocaust? <clears throat> And then he called on somebody. And the one he called on, you know, a multi-billion dollar executive, not used to being called on like he was in fifth grade, 
kind of uh, stuttered something uh, we'll, we will never forget. Rabbi Fiegel said, no, you're wrong. Then the other people started to realize he's actually going to call on us. It's like we're in school again and they start to feel, you know, they're looking down. They don't want to be on the spotlight. He picks on somebody else who says something like, uh, we will never, ever be victims again. Rabbi Finkel says to him, you guys just don't get it. He says, okay, gentlemen, let me tell you the essence of the human spirit and the lesson of the Holocaust. And then he said as follows. As you know, during the Holocaust, people were transported in the worst possible inhumane manner by rail car, cattle car. They thought they were going to a work camp. We all know they were going to a death camp. After hours and hours of this inhumane treatment with no light, no space, no food, no bathroom, no heat, they arrived at the concentration camps. The doors were swung wide open. They were blinded by the light, by the sounds of barking dogs. Men were separated from women, mothers from daughters, fathers from sons, and they went off to bunkers to sleep. As they went into the bunker to sleep, only one person received a blanket for every six people. The person who received the blanket when he went to bed had to decide, am I going to push the blanket to the five other people who did not get one? Or am I going to pull it towards me? in order to stay warm. And then Rabbi Finkel said, it was during this defining moment that we learned the power of the human spirit because we pushed the blanket to five others. And with that, Rabbi Finkel stood up and he said to these gentlemen, Take your blanket, take it back home and push it to five other people. That's the lesson of the Holocaust, according to Rabbi Nussan Zvifinkel. Allow me to share a second story, very, very different story. This is a story that is told by Rabbi Yisrael Merlau, former chief rabbi of Israel, one of the youngest survivors of the concentration camps. This story is actually in his book, which I recommend to you highly, his memoir titled Out of the Depths. So he tells the following story. He says, at the beginning of the 1980s, Ed Koch was the mayor of New York City. 
You may remember Ed Koch. It happened that I was living in New York during the time that he was mayor. I remember him. And at that time, Ed Koch, mayor of New York, invited Rabbi Lau to come to visit him in his office in New York. As you may know, Ed Koch was a warm Jew, a sensitive and emotional person, a great lover of Israel and the Jewish people. So at this meeting, the first time they ever met, Ed Koch says to Rabbi Lau, I'm Ed Koch, mayor of New York. I am a Holocaust survivor. Now, Rabbi Lau uh, knew that Ed Koch was born in New York and lived his whole life in New York and refrained from asking him in what way exactly did he survive the Holocaust. But Ed Koch told the story himself. He said, I was born in the Bronx in New York. I lived my whole life in New York. But I insist that I am a real, actual Holocaust survivor. Rabbi Lau said, could you please explain that to me? And here's what Ed Koch said. Years earlier, Koch had traveled to Germany for an educational trip. And at one of the stops, the guide showed his group a globe. The globe that had sat on Hitler's desk. Adolf Hitler on his desk had a globe. Koch said it reminded him a little bit of Charlie Chaplin's movie about the great dictator. Okay, that's Ed Koch. But Koch said that this globe was unique because as you spin the globe, all over the globe, there are numbers. some large numbers, some small numbers. So Koch asked the guide, what is the significance of this globe? And the guide explained that when World War II broke out, Hitler recorded the Jewish population of every country because that represented his life's goal to exterminate every single Jew in the world. Albania, for example, on this globe bore the number one. At that time, there was one Jew in Albania. Hitler decided he could not rest until even that one Jew in Albania had been killed. The United States of America bore the number 6 million. It was not exactly an accurate number, but that's the number that was on the globe. Koch said to Rabbi Lau, that number includes me. 
that means I'm also a Holocaust survivor because if Hitler had not been stopped, there is no doubt I would have been destroyed. Rabbi Lau says when he heard this, he shook Ed Koch's hand warmly and he said to him, today I have learned an important lesson from you and I will carry this lesson home with me to Israel. Rabbi Lau said, I have heard that not all Jewish communities feel a connection to Holocaust Remembrance Day, to Yom HaShoah. From now on, I will tell them about a Jew born in New York who lives his entire life in America and who feels like a Holocaust survivor. Every Holocaust survivor is a hero, each one in their own unique way. Every Holocaust survivor deserves our honor, our respect, our care, and most of all, our attention to what they can teach us. Again, each one in their own unique way. But at the same time, today, we should reflect on Ed Koch's message. Every one of us, every Jew in the world was targeted by Hitler. And every one of us is obligated to feel a personal connection to the Holocaust Remembrance Day, to honor this day. That is the duty for every one of us today to feel our personal connection to what happened and to the effects that are still so evident among us. My friends, I want to wish you a resilient and hopefully uplifting day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.